Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian. And we're here to review the TV series WandaVision Season 1. And this TV series uh, is on Disney+. And it follows the events after Avengers Endgame and what happened to uh, the Scarlet Witch and Vision. So I'm going to read this um, description right here. So living idealized suburban lives superpowered beings Wanda and Vision begin to suspect that everything is not as it seems. So what did you get from WandaVision? WandaVision, I feel like, was a great tribute to television. I don't think I thought it was going to be as nice to watch as it was. Um, And I really, I hope that Winter Soldier, or what's the name of the, what's it? The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Right, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I hope it can live up to it. I know originally it was supposed to come before WandaVision. Um, So we'll see. I think it'll have a different kind of audience. But it was just, it was just fun to watch. It was fun to watch because of all the meta humor about television that it was doing, parodying television while being television, the puns, the connection to the MCU, the taking time to flesh out a storyline on two characters that have that always been kind of side characters in the in the MCU big films was nice. And I I wonder if well, of course, you know, we have Winter Soldier and the Falcon, we have Loki coming up. I hope this continues. I hope the idea of having mini series for some of the characters that don't get all fleshed out in the films continues yeah i would agree i think it will continue because um people have been starving for some marvel content or just i think superhero content in general and this definitely gave it to them um and you know once marvel has somebody talking they're just going to keep dishing out some of that that great content and i think they definitely delivered here and on our last podcast talking about um i care a lot this is in 4K quality, and it just looks so nice. I mean, really nice. Um, and I care a lot. <laughs> it's it's not as good as far as quality. Yeah, yeah. And then I think even, I mean, because I've watched it. I watched it all the way through twice. And I watched twice. it. I did. I watched it on my phone, and I watched it on my television. Um, and... I noticed it more on my phone with headphones in that the earlier episodes, because of the way they're filmed, even the sound is different because they change the aspect ratio. They change the sound quality to mirror film in the decade of which they're mirroring. So um, without getting to the story too much, every episode is in a different decade in Wanda's mind, pretty much in the reality that she created, um, beginning of the 60s in the early days of television. And the screen reflects that. The aspect ratio goes, you know, very short. Um, 
the sound is muffled um, and it changes based on what you're seeing on the screen. And it's, it's immersive because of that. It's, I mean, that kind of attention to detail and quality is above and beyond just 4K, but experiencing the differences of it as television has changed is just very interesting to, to, to watch. And that's not getting yeah, anything in the story, really. <laughs> it's just interesting to watch. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty interesting to watch the progression from um, each decade. And um, a, a little bit for me in the beginning, you know, it was nice to go back to that time and see how, you know, it, it played off of uh, the different types of shows like that. You know, maybe like the Andy Griffin show. Um, What's another one? Uh, I love Lucy. You know something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, they played off a lot of those shows. Bewitched. Yep, yep. That those. Um, that that was nice to see. But you know, I think jokes are pretty relative. And yes, most of those jokes in the beginning did not really work for me. It was. It was nice to see, you know, that nostalgia, but you know, a lot of those shows did not work for me. Um, seeing how it looked and everything, that that was great. But I was ready to get to, you know, what's the connection here to the bigger universe of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? How are we going to develop these characters? Um, because for the first couple of episodes, you know, they were just around, you know, living their lives. They're um, you know, nosy neighbors getting involved. They're going to work. Mm -hmm. One is having trouble with cooking dinner. Um, the the boss or Vision's boss is coming by so he can um, see if he's ready for a promotion. So, I mean, that was all nice, but I was ready to get to some more juicy stuff. Do you think they took too long to get there? Or were the three episodes enough? Um, I mean, looking back on it, I, I think that that was a, a good amount of time spent there. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe it was, it was because I couldn't see every episode back to back and yes. I was just waiting a week. You know, it, it took about three or three or four weeks to get to the point where we saw the color change. Right. Um, I, I think that played a part in it. But I, I think the way they played it was well done. Just looking back on it. I agree. It did. I mean, after the first episode, particularly, I was like, uh, I, I want more than this. I just, I didn't need to watch. I love Lucy. I, I wanted something else. And I, I think some people might have been confused as well. Cause of course they didn't explain what was going on. Um, but I think if you do watch it in, you know, all at once or over two days, even that feeling goes away. Um, because it feels much shorter. What is very hard to do is tell how long each episode is because it's like 30 minutes of just credits, I feel like, um, in each of the episodes. So it's very hard to know what's a short episode this week or a long episode. They did some, you know, cut scenes in the, like, in the last two episodes. Um, and I think they're doing like a behind the scenes this week. Um, so it was, it's interesting. But you're right. I was frustrated in the beginning as well, but definitely looking at every little thing, the commercials they did, looking for signs, what it means. It was it was fun. I really enjoyed the commercials, like particularly that one where they um the, the I think the color had come back by this time, mm -hmm. but it was showing like 
I think it was like a promotion for a, a cereal or something where they had a child stuck on the um, island and yes. then he kind of withered away into bubbles. Oh, I mean, that was yes. Oh, yogurt. Okay. That was a little extreme, but I kind of liked it though. <laughs> I wouldn't say that's for children. No, no. I think my, probably my favorite was probably the uh, depression uh, medis- medication. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, a play on it. But it, I mean, it's like the how TVs progress, you know, what's on television, how it's portrayed. Um, it was fun to pick at that in a way without making it too much of a joke. Um, still having it kind of relate to the feelings of Wanda throughout was pretty well done. Yeah, I think it was all well done looking back on it. I just had to wait so long. Uh, well, really, it's not that long, waiting a week or so mm-hmm. um, between this episode. But I thought that the episodes would be a little longer, but I think they played it pretty nicely. They didn't overstay their welcome. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Nothing felt like it was drawn out. We didn't waste time watching them go get gas, you know, like some shows. It's like none of this is relevant to the, to the story. I didn't need to see them get up and eat breakfast this morning if it wasn't going to give me a piece of the plot. Um, so I'm glad they didn't stretch it out like a regular TV show. It was to the point most everything was necessary or at least for effect. Um, so that was nice. I agree. Yeah, um, but we can go ahead and get into into the story. So in this um, town where Wanda and Vision are, you know, there are weird things going on. Um, we don't know, really know what's going on with uh, some of the neighbors. It, it seems like the only normal thing is Wanda and Vision themselves. And there are weird things going on that they don't really know what's, what's, what's happening. Um, but as we progress through a few of the episodes, we see that uh, this neighbor, uh, what? Agnes. What do they call her? No, no, not not that one. Which um, neighbor? You know, the one who's uh, Monica Rambeau. But what, what do they call oh, her? Oh, um, Geraldine. Yes, Geraldine. Um, for the most part, she's one of the only few black people in the neighborhood. Um, but she's invited to the uh, really a lot of stuff. And then mm-hmm. they woke her into their home, Wanda and Vision, um, because they're having their, their twins. And out of nowhere, he says your brother died or something about Ultron. And then that's what set um, Wanda off. And she was mm-hmm. like, you know, get out. And then she forced her out. And now we see that she's forced her all the way out of the, the zone that um Wanda built this kind of like forest field over this town called Westview. And that's when we see that all of these uh military people or FBI agents are surrounding it, trying to see what it is and trying to uh penetrate it to, you know, get to the source of it. Right. And it, it's looking back, it's hard to for me to remember that was three episodes in that we finally got to see the outside of the bubble, what they call the hex. Because um, it, even though it's three episodes, it goes by fast. Once you look at the totality of the story, because there's so much that happens in the next six episodes, you get more and more each time. Um, one thing I want to move to is uh, Pietro, right? So she says my brother's name, you know, don't say that name like Martha, um, and, you know, gets real angry and <laughs> don't say that name. 
And they get real angry. <laughs> you know, just say a loved one's name, one of these characters, and they go off. Um, but after that, we get Pietro, um, but it is Quicksilver from the X-Men franchise. And I was also one of the people that thought, you know, I hope this is more than a joke on the viewer. I hope this is bringing in aspects of the multiverse. And honestly, it still remains to be seen if that still can't be true. But um, it didn't, right? It just, they picked the same actor they did in the Fox universe to be the actor in this universe. Um, and it was proven to be a fake Pietro, um, uh, something brought along by Agatha Harkness, we'll talk about. Um, but I thought that was really smart on the director, on the writer's part, um, because it made the viewer much more invested. And this idea of a multiverse is becoming like regular language. I think a fear of mine when these movies were happening was they, they cause they have to dumb down things to a certain point. So it's movie ready. Um, but I think, you know, after infinity war taking on these bigger concepts, they're not, they're not afraid to even Spider-Man and the Spideyverse. They're not afraid to go into these deeper concepts and they're pushing people to think that way, which is good to see. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that was a huge reveal for a lot of people. But for me, um, you know, just looking at the cast list, I saw his name. So I knew he was going to come up. Um, so it wasn't that big of a deal for me. But, you know, with Agatha, I mean, you know, we'll get to that later. I right. mean, that was much bigger for me. That was That's huge. <laughs> Especially with the song. I mean, that was The huge. song was a banger on its own. We can <laughs> that certified gold platinum banger right now. Agatha all along. If you haven't heard it, check it out. It's it's a banger. <laughs> certified banger. Certified. That's that's a definite banger. I mean that that was really good. That that reveal that that had my mouth drop. I was like, what? Because I didn't even know who that was. Um, okay. But, yeah. But I, I saw Pietro coming or the other. Um, Quicksilver from the other universe. I was like, ah, I see him in the cast list. I know he's going to show up at some point. Um, but I'm not sure where to go here, but there's a lot that happens. I mean, there's so much um, that happens. I think, well, let's talk about um, Agatha Harkness, and then we'll come back to Monica Rambo. Okay. So, so we have this nosy neighbor character, um, Agnes, right? She's, a, she's probably the only like human acting person other than Wanda and Vision in the first couple episodes. And it's kind of odd. She makes these weird jokes about her husband, Ralph, um, and she has this weird bunny. Um, and you think she's just that that movie trope, that TV trope of, of a nosy neighbor. Um, and there's nothing that really seems odd about her um, until Wanda really starts to lose her mind. She's losing control of the hex um, towards the end of the series, and she doesn't know why. There are certain things that she can't seem to control. She doesn't quite understand. Um, and of course, if you go back to the comics, it gets a little bit deeper than how they do it here. Um, but essentially, it is revealed that Agnes is really Agatha Harkness, who is a very ancient witch in the comics. Um, she is known to fight the likes of Doctor Strange um, in battle and um, particularly in um, 
one of the comics surrounding Wanda and creating her own universe, um, she tricks Wanda into believing she had twins, and then she creates the twins, and it's demon shards and Mephisto, much deeper things they touched on in WandaVision, but didn't go that far. I think they're holding that for Doctor Strange. I'm hoping they are. Um, but essentially, if Agatha Harkness, who is this evil witch who has joined the Hex, she felt the magic, she joined um, to see what was going on to study Wanda and figure out how to take her power. Um, but the reveal is just classic television, Scooby-Doo villain, catchy theme song reveal. Um, and it's wonderful. And she's an amazing actress. Um, she did an awesome job playing both sides. I liked her more when she was like playing along, I guess, um, in the hex, uh, cause she just did it so well. Um, and that was, uh, Catherine Hahn did an amazing job. Yeah, definitely amazing. I mean, that, that just had me so surprised. Like I probably hadn't been that surprised since, um, Thanos snapped half the world away. Like what what's going on here? Like wow. And then the the banger, the song to go with Agatha all along. I mean, oh at I least that. at least twice a day I hear myself. <laughs> it's so catchy. Oh, so catchy. But you know, at the end what she says, she said, I killed Sparky too. You know, the, the dog that they I have. Know. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I just wonder if anybody put out any like, oh, we need to cancel this character. She killed a dog. <laughs> no, because you know what? It was like she did what every Scooby Doo villain wanted to do. Said I would have got away with it too if one few meddling kids and your dog too. Well, you know what? Agatha killed the dog. She said, I don't even care. <laughs> it does nothing for me but give you pain. I killed the dog too, and that laugh. It was great. Oh. Um, and then we get her backstory in the next episode, which I loved, of seeing her and her coven and how she got her powers, how she went evil, stealing their powers. Reminded me of American Horror Story, Coven. If you have not watched that, should. Um, I have not. It's very good. American Horror Story. I love all their seasons, but Coven, my favorite. Um, and yeah, it was good. Witches in the MCU done pretty well. Um, and, you know, she gives the line to, uh, to Wanda, you know, this chaos magic, this still only mean one thing, you are the Scarlet Witch. It's the first time in the MCU they've actually used those words. And they were hinting at it in the beginning. At one point, the FBI director, who's really a terrible villain, like, I'm not going to waste time on him. He's really basic. But he, um, <laughs> you know, says, you know, Wanda Maximoff, what's her nickname? She didn't have any, you know any goofy names or anything. Um, and like, nope, just Wanda Maximoff. Um, but nope, we knew her as a Scarlet Witch from the comics, and they finally named that name. Um, so, yeah, influential character. I hope we get to see her again. We probably won't, um, like all the best villains. But I thought, yeah, Agnes, Agatha Harkness stole the show. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I was happy when I saw Monica Rambeau and her origin story, but Agnes really took the shine away from that moment for me. <laughs> <So> <laughs> didn't quite matter anymore. I agree. 
I, I agree because I, I mean, I already saw the Monica Rambeau thing coming. Um, I just knew that, you know, somehow it was going to happen. I didn't know exactly how, but I was like, yeah, well, yeah, I know it's going to happen. But this Agatha, I didn't know who the character was. And then, it, and then to come with that absolute banger, that catchy song, that just stole the show for me. I was like, wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah, it was pretty great. Um, and I th- and even in the comics, they changed a lot of Agatha Harkness, um, the style of the character. You know, she's just an old crippled woman who's a witch in, in the comics. So they did a lot of work to make her different in this. Um, and it really paid off. Um, as opposed to Monica Rambeau, we don't know if she's going to go by Photon or Spectrum or even Captain Marvel. She was the original Captain Marvel. Um, her powers are pretty ob- obscure. You know, she can um, essentially see everything on the electromagnetic spectrum and then become that version of energy to fight, protect herself, protect others. Um, and she can stand toe to toe with Captain Marvel. Um, and uh, that's cool. That's great. Uh, another black star in the MCU from South Carolina. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, Tiana Paris. So I'm happy to see that. And she's going to be, of course, in Captain Marvel 2. Um, and that's exciting. But, I mean, we're going to have the Scarlet Witch probably in Doctor Strange, which I just think is a, is it's going to be a better movie by default. Because, um, <laughs> you know, I love Doctor Strange. Uh, now you love the ancient one. That's what it is. Listen, if she don't show up, I will be upset. I mean, there is precedent for her being in a mirror, or it was him back then in a mirror to Doctor Strange to talk. I don't know if there's time travel involved or some kind of mentorship, but she needs to be there. Uh, the ancient Forget one. that bald old woman. We need her in no, we don't. the MCU going forward. I think about her scene in Endgame often. Right. Where is Dr. Strange? What? He's about four what? blocks down performing surgery. You're several years too early. What's the problem? What was so good about that? She explained what it meant, what they were doing, taking Infinity Stones in the future and putting them in different timelines, all the spinoffs, and this must be very dangerous. Right? I trust you. Right. It was good. It was good. <sighs> she talks is good. I think it was her graceful movement, you know? That too? That, that- that grace that she, you know, whenever she enters a room, you just know, you know, something serious is going to happen. Exactly. Something's going down. Exactly. Yeah, I, I get that. But, you know, you just overhyping this. <laughs> <laughs> she's not that special. She it, she's the she was the Sorcerer Supreme. She passed it down. She trained the greatest Sorcerer Supreme of all time in Doctor Strange. Um and did it effortlessly. I mean, just, I was impressed. I'm impressed with her as an actress, but I was impressed especially in Doctor Strange. But anyway, anyway um, that is for the future. But yes, we got Monica Rambeau now. She's super powered up, right? She can see energy and all that kind of stuff, which is awesome. We uh, And um, now we have Scarlet Witch in her f- glory with her crown, looking like the original comic book version. Um, and it was awesome. Um, we had Vision in this, right? So we find out Vision wasn't, uh, in fact, resurrected. Rather, he was created as a part of this hex and cannot go on. And and the kids that she has as well. Um, but of course, we think they might come back in some way, shape or form. Um, and we have White Vision now, which is also 
there's precedent for that in the comics. There's a different way of getting there based on his origin in the comics, but white vision is unemotional vision that comes back after a massive accident. Um, so it's, I don't know if he'll be in future films. It's unclear and how he'll show up. Um, if he'll take on that personality again, I'm not, I don't know, but honestly, don't quite care. It's like when Vision came on <laughs> in Age of Ultron, that was his movie. He was he was like the Christ character saving the day. You know, it was Vision. That was Vision's movie, right? It was Vision versus Ultron. Mm-hmm. Wanda Maximoff, Quicksilver, they were very side characters. As movies go on, they have to depower Vision because he's too powerful to fight on the rest of them, which is fine. Um... And now, I mean, this whole Wanda Vision. I mean, who cares about Vision? I, he's just a robot. I mean. <laughs> well, I think it's more about that love story than anything. It is because he's he's progressively gone downhill. Like he's gotten weaker and weaker. And I think Infinity War was his weakest point because mm-hmm. he got stabbed with that um, sword by one of the the um not horsemen but uh one of thanos was henchmen or his right. sons or you know children right. um so he wasn't able to phase through anything or basically protect himself not much um and he's basically been you know kind of like a piece of walking vibranium after that so yeah he's um, over there yeah <laughs> I mean, did you feel anything whenever Thanos ripped that stone out of his head? I felt something when Wanda blew that stone up and then watched him come back and watched him die again. I felt for Wanda. I did not feel for Vision. No. (laughs) No. I was like, yes, he finally gets to power up completely. Because, you know, usually you don't see the villain power up completely. It's it's like he's in mid-form of... You know, I'm about to get them all, and then no, this is even final form. Comes up, yeah. But then the superhero comes up and you know beat them up or whatever. Right. Not saying that I'm just like four villains or anything. I don't know. I just like to see a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but I get what you're saying. You know, seeing the villain win sometimes is interesting. It's so in and with that, who is there a villain in Wandavision? Is there a villain? Um... I would say, I mean, definitely Agatha. Okay. And then, you know, the, the placeholder FBI guy who goes rogue and, you know, tries to blow up everything. And literally um, murder children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he did. But nobody cares about his character. I can't even remember his name. Um, yeah. And a, a couple of other characters, the recurring reoccurring characters yeah, from Jimmy other Wu. films. Yes. FBI agent. Um, it, they don't really get much of any closure from this, I don't think. Because I felt like they were kind of important, but then they kind of got tossed to the side towards the end. Yeah, but, they took back mean, to the office. Cares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they're important enough to come back again. Um, but, I mean, anybody could have been them. Uh, but I do like the look of the Scarlet Witch. I think it's yeah. a much more modern look. It's, it's not as, you know, bright and 
read as her her comic form, um, mm -hmm. but it still has a taste of that to where it's like nice and sleek and smooth and um, very modern. Yeah, definitely. They do they do they did a good job of making that um, making that pivot towards a true Scarlet Witch. Um, yeah, they it was a good job all around. I don't I think. Yes, Agatha Harkness technically was the villain in this, but she really didn't, besides killing the dog, she didn't really do anything that was super evil. I mean, she pointed out that Wanda had imprisoned this entire town, um, and they were not okay. They, It was like, get out. They were in the sunken place, um, and it was Wanda's fault, <laughs> and Agatha was just there. Now, she didn't help. That's true. Um, you know, she tried to take Wanda's powers, but you could argue Wanda's being a little reckless. Might not need those powers. Um, so, yeah, she she was an evil catalyst, but I, I don't know if I go as far as saying she's a true villain. How they portrayed her in this film um, or in this uh, well, series. I think Wanda was her own villain here. Um, fighting with okay. Wanda's. Yeah, I can definitely see that her her inner demons, that internal struggle. She she definitely had that, but also her transition from you know this really broken woman to the Scarlet Witch. I felt like it was very similar to the Phoenix Force, or at least it looked mm -hmm. that way. I agree. Uh, <laughs> they they really made it look that way, and I think it's kind of going to have that trajectory where she's going to go rogue and kind of have that Scarlet Witch persona take over her. Exactly. You know what's going to happen? We're going to have, um, oh, I always forget his name, the actor uh, who we expect, we thought was going to be the villain or at least an antagonist in Doctor Strange 2. Baron, I think was his name, his character. Um, oh, Baron training. Mordo? Right, Baron Mordo. You're going to have him. Gonna, he's going to say Wanda. You're bending the rules of reality. You're messing things. These are not the rules. I'm going to have to kill you. Like, I think that's where he's going to kind of come in um, because I think she's going to bring back her kids. Um, the comics did it differently with the children, like I was saying before. So I think they're not done with that plot point. And I think it'll be a big part of things in the future in the MCU. What she does, how she brings back those kids. Um, you know, we were hoping this is how we were going to get mutants um, because this follows the storyline of House of M, uh, where she says no more mutants and gets rid of them all in the um, in in the Marvel universe. Uh, but of course, we don't have mutants in the MCU, so we're hoping we get the reverse. I don't know how they're going to bring it in. Still, um, some people thought we were going to get Fantastic Four through this, uh, going through the hex, but we didn't get that. We just got. Uh, Monica Rambeau. So I don't, I'm curious about how the future is going to look, what they're going to do, how they're going to bring them in. Um, and the fact that they didn't choose to do it here, I think really speaks to just how well it is going to be going forward because this was so great. Yeah, um, I think it's going to be heavily layered. Um, now, you say we don't have any mutants here, but what is the the guy who played as Quicksilver? Um, something Boner or Bonner? Ralph Boner. He's still running fast. Well, you're right. He was still running fast, 
And it was it was only while he was under the hex. So it could have been that Agnes just, you know, when she copied Pietro and his powers for him, she gave him that ability, at least while under the spell, maybe. I, they didn't, they really brought that up for that one episode and really dropped that character and um, didn't quite wrap anything up. It was kind of like a big joke, um, even with his name, very much on purpose. Um, so that was an interesting choice. I think it was just really to mess with the viewer, which I think was good because in a lot of ways, Wanda was the viewer as well. Um, and it messed her up along with us. So a very, very interesting way of doing that. Yeah. And they also play jokes on her, 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 her lack of an accent, you know, how mm-hmm. she starts out with that Russian accent in the age of Ultron and it kind of just disappears gradually. Um, I mean, they say it multiple times, especially with um, the new Pietro. Yes. Quick, quick silver. Um, and it just, it, it's kind of like, you know, you don't have to do it anymore. You know, we're just going to play a few jokes and you can just talk how you usually do. You know, just talking to the actor. <laughs> right. And I think, I don't know how long WandaVision was in the making, right? Um, but I think that was a great way for the writers to be like, oh yeah, we have messed up her accent. We stopped caring. So we're going to make that a plot point and just say uh, she's learning English. She's trying to fit in. Um, as she was doing with these TV shows growing up, watching these over the decades. This is how she learned English, and she was trying to copy that persona of the average American housewife, Um, and that's why it was gone. I think going forward, she's going to have the accent. That's what it seems like. Um, She's not going to run away from it anymore. Um, And Elizabeth Olsen said she had really worked on the accent very hard, so um, I think they're going to Commit to it here on out. I really think it depends on the actor. Um, oh yeah. So like, like with with Holly Berry, you know, hers just disappeared. Um, oh yeah. And with with many others, um, except someone like Chadwick Boseman. I mean, mm-hmm. just being from that African country of Wakanda. I mean, really, all of them had the accents, and I'm pretty sure they're going to keep that up because they're supposed to be from a different country in Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, but most times they kind of just drift away from those accents. You could argue with the correction in WandaVision, you could argue it's a testament to it, the to Marvel's commitment to this, you know, tone and dialect. I mean, Halle Berry was in the Fox franchise. In this franchise, the only one who you would say forgot their accent was Elizabeth Olsen, and here they're saying it was on purpose. So they're fixing that mistake. Um, perhaps because of Wakanda and or of Black Panther and it being so ingrained in Chad Bozeman, she has to step up and um, commit to it going forward. Because after this series, I can imagine they're not going to let that go. But if they did, they've kind of given themselves a forever band-aid. They can just say, well, she's trying to be more American right now. She only <laughs> use the accent when she's pissed off, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. That that's what happened in in the in the uh, TV series. That's mm-hmm. what happened every time she wanted to turn on that. I guess Scarlet Witch. That's when you saw the the Russian accent. Um, but yeah, there's there's just so much that happens in this. Um, you know, I I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Not saying that I was gonna dislike it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that Agatha all along just just did it for me. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> now I think it's something that you have to like see for yourself without anybody telling you for it to hit like that. But I mean, it's still a banger. And you gotta, but and then the meaning behind it, right? It's good on its own as just a song, but seeing the video and and going through the episodes, watching her be Agatha all along, it's like, wow, it was Agatha all along. <laughs> and she killed the dog. And I skilled I, I killed it Sparky too. I just with <laughs> an evil laugh. Ah. Oh, that was good. That was good. Playing vision, right? You know, pretending to be crazy or being in the hex and just playing it off. Um, well, she did a great job. When she became Agatha Harkness full on, I thought the power set was very interesting. I liked the way they did it. Um, it was a big CGI battle, but felt okay. Right? There was one moment where, you know, she's screaming as her power's getting sucked away. That reminded me of Power Rangers. But other than that, I thought it was really good. Yeah, I mean, it was a little cartoonish in the end. And it was more about somebody just pushing a little harder or screaming a little harder to, you know, beat the other person. But I mean, yeah. it, was, <laughs> it was still fun to watch. I think it was more of the psychological part right. that really did it for me. And of course, the Agatha all along. Ah, so good. But... Um, I mean, all around great TV series for Marvel's first um, Disney Plus original. Yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. who, right? Okay, <laughs> we're done with that, right? Uh, Netflix, Marvel, Side Characters Unite, we're done with that. We're big boy league now, Disney Plus. All right, we got the money. <laughs> now, now I, I did look at the the Marvel Netflix shows with Daredevil, uh -huh. um, Luke Cage, and um, what's the woman? Jessica name? Jones. Uh, Jessica Jones. Uh, I watched a few episodes of Iron Fist. Um, now I, I did like you know most of them. I, of course, I, I did like um, Daredevil season one. I think that was really good. Luke Cage season one was pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, so by Jessica Jones, I mean I, I didn't get some of the stuff, but you know it was still pretty good. Iron Fist didn't even care to watch it that much um agents of shield what what is that i mean <laughs> i tried to watch it like the first season yeah first off it's just way too many episodes and it's just so boring oh my god <laughs> so boring i couldn't get through it it was just terrible <laughs> it was it was like watching csi or law and order but in the Marvel Universe, but none of the things you care about in the Marvel Universe. Um, so it was very, yeah, very hard to watch. Like, I get the idea, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., what are they doing? Who are these people behind the scenes in the movies? But it was just too much of the day-to-day. -to -day. Too much of the stuff we don't care about, the relationships, the... It's not what here. It's not what we want. No. We we want you know fleshed out main characters, not fleshed out third person characters. I don't know, you know the the third man behind right. the sixth man or whatever. But yeah, I, it, it's not a good series, um, Ages of Shield. I mean, I haven't watched it in years, 
Um, I think the first time I watched it was maybe 2014. Mm. That might have been a couple of years after it came out already. But I was like, I'm really trying to get through this. Like, I, there were people who were telling me that, you know, once you get to the second season, you know, it's get, it gets really good. But I'm like, I can't even get past the first season. I'm like, this is so boring. It's too long. You know, yeah. the episodes, I think, were about 45, 50 minutes long. I'm like, this is hard to get through. I don't care about any of these characters, the twins or whatever, the smart twins. Mm-hmm. I can't remember anybody's name. Um, <laughs> I think the girl was the main character, and she got some powers later on. I saw that through commercials, but <laughs> I, I, yeah, I just did not care anymore. I was like, this this thing is terrible. I don't want to watch this. Yeah, not a fan. Did you even try to watch it? I watched a couple episodes in like the middle of a random season. I couldn't even tell you. And I was like, what? What am I watching? Is this who was this written for? I'm I'm not sure. I don't know. I mean, somehow it was able to stick around for almost like 10 years. I think it might have just ended, but you know. Let's let the professionals know, get in here. The people that we care about, you know, yeah. for the most part, WandaVision, um, Loki, Falcon, Winter Soldier, right. um, Hawkeye, you know, some of the main adventures. But um, I think that Falcon and Winter Soldier should bring the same type of quality, just in a different way. Yeah. Not as much mind thriller, I, I imagine. Um, but I could be very surprised. Who knows? Yeah, you might have a Winter Soldier here. I know you're not a fan of that one, but you know it's really good. It's um, good. It's not that I'm not a fan of Winter Soldier. It it's much better than Captain America: The First Avenger, um, but it's 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 more of an action film. It's more down to earth, which is fun, which is still interesting to watch. It's because it's done so well, um, but not my favorite. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and give this one a rate. So, the lowest rating is trash. Middle is background noise, and the highest is a banger. So, how would you rate the Disney Plus original series WandaVision? I would rate WandaVision a mid level banger. I think uh, I hesitate to give it high, I don't want to throw on high banger too often, but it is really was it was that? That, that that one would be a certified banger, right? Right, I, I don't want to give out that one too often, so I think. A uh, mid-level banger is where I want to sit, um, but Agatha all along. I mean that 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 pushes me. That almost makes me want to go to the next step. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I think a mid-level banger for sure. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the same thing. Um, mid-level banger for Wandavision. I mean Agatha all along. I think that that really <laughs> sold it for me. Um, <laughs> it really did. That song just by itself and the way that they played it, ah, so good. So good. I just had to watch that over and over. Over and but, over. Who's that watching <laughs> everything you do? I got the all along. Ah, so baseline. good. <laughs> and then I killed Sparky too. Not saying that, you know, I like that type of stuff, but you know. But it it was it was <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was done very well. Sparky too. <laughs> I mean, it was it was good. It was. I think it was all satisfying in the end because you know it was kind of slow for me in the beginning. Um, 
that's where I was like, ah, come on, let's get to some of the bigger stuff. <clears throat> um, how does this stuff connect to the larger MCU? But um, it was all necessary to get to this point. And, you know, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Wow. I'm just playing Agatha all along in my head again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> it was, I mean, it was so good. I feel like, you know, Vision really became a side character very quickly, unfortunately. Um, he had a really good scene at the, towards the end where he's talking to himself and, you know, the ship of Theseus conundrum, who was the real Vision. That was pretty interesting callback to Age of Ultron and Vision's conversations. But um, definitely Elizabeth Olsen, Catherine Hahn stole the show in this. I, I think this was a good setup for Monica Rambeau in the MCU. I felt like they, they didn't do too little, they didn't do too much because it wasn't about her, um, but they did a really good setup and I think only better things can come. Um, I think it would have been hard to have her origin similarly in a movie because um, I doubt they'd give her her own. Um, she's more of a Captain Marvel character, right, to put in those films. So we'll see what happens. She has some beef apparently with Captain Marvel we want to discuss maybe in the next film of Captain Marvel, hopefully. Um, but yeah, it yeah, couldn't have couldn't have imagined a better version of this. Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean this is done really well. Um and one thing that I noticed with Monica Rambeau is, you know, she's pretty surprised at a lot of moments and she kind of just like got her mouth open. I mean the actor. <laughs> I don't know if you ever noticed that. <laughs> So I wasn't going to comment on that, but yeah, I mean, it was in some ways, I feel like she's suffering from what Brie Larson suffered from, which was playing a character before the character is written for, because, you know, she's going to be under different direction and different, you know, writing when she's in her actual film. And she's coming up with the this persona and backstory out of thin air, really. Um, so the actor is not working with a lot. Um, and yeah, Tiana Paris's um, surprise face shows up a lot and is very one note. She's, she's either a little upset or very surprised um, and, or sad. There's not much in between. <laughs> she it, it felt like okay we we got we got a newcomer with us right very different than Catherine Hahn's appearance yeah yeah I mean it, it wasn't as like wow just look at this but you know she's still a, a really good actor oh yeah she, she she's definitely great I'm 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 really looking forward to seeing what she brings to the character I've seen her in other films she's you know amazing. Um, I think she's going to be in Candyman, so I'm yeah. really looking forward to seeing what she can do. Um, you know, shout out to South Carolinians. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, she was great. I just thought that was just kind of funny, you know, her mouth being open all the time. You know, that yeah, surprise. I guess they don't give her a lot to work with, right? She has power, but she has no idea what she's doing because it's new. I mean, yeah, she just she hasn't she didn't have a lot to work with. Um, compared to the other characters. She gets a backstory, but it is very slim. I mean, she just got blipped back like a week ago. Like She's new out here on these streets. So <laughs> I, I give her some break there. 
Yeah, definitely. But, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what Tiana Paris does. Um, but any other thoughts about WandaVision? No, if you haven't watched it yet, what are you doing? Watch it now, right? You haven't used that free trial for Disney Plus yet. And if you did, get a new email. Um, so you can... If you don't have it yet, it's definitely worth it. I don't think you'll have to see this to to enjoy the rest of the MCU, but it will add a lot of context. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think you can just watch this on its own and enjoy it um, just for what it is, how it brings some of those older shows into the modern age and um, shows the progression. And, you know, you'll get some fun surprises there. Uh, and, you know, it, it'll probably get you back to, let, let's say, if you never watched any of the MCU stuff, you know, mm-hmm. it'll have you go back and watch some of that stuff just to get some stuff that you might not have got the first time around. Yeah. The way they go back in time for some of those scenes is seamless. It's very nice. Yeah. I mean, it was stuff that we kind of already knew, but they showed it to us in a different mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. As if it was written that way all along. Yeah, but that does it for us at Ian Reviews. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure to check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description. And you can also send us a message to get featured on the show. So click that message link. And thanks for listening.